0: We all seem to think the Colts are going to get their potential franchise quarterback in the draft, but there is actually still a big fish out there on the free agent market. Let's discuss.
1: You are Locked On Colts, your daily Indianapolis Colts podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. This is your daily podcast covering your Indianapolis Colts, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Jake Arthur, and he is Zach Hicks. You know the two of us from HorseshoeHuddle.com. Today, I think it's finally time we dip our toe into uh, a couple of the more polarizing quarterback prospects. Uh, You know, we talk a lot of quarterbacks here, uh, but two, we don't talk a whole lot about Lamar Jackson uh, and the potential of the Colts going after him on the free agent market. He, of course, received the non-exclusive franchise tag from the Ravens and then a move that would pretty much ensure the Colts don't take a quarterback in the top five. And that is selecting Hendon Hooker later on in the draft, perhaps round two at pick thirty five. I know that, uh, Zach, you're probably not really much of a fan of either of those scenarios. I don't think many of us are. I think it would just be real clear cut to just go and get their guy with this top four pick. But um, so the whole reason we're even discussing the Lamar Jackson thing today, uh, our colleague over at Horseshoe Huddle, Destin Adams, uh, he put out a tweet earlier just discussing that. Uh, you know, he, he heard from a source that there was a – Colts playing over in Baltimore, uh, you know, over the weekend, and you know, there's so much you can do with that. It it could mean nothing, you know. Billionaires like Jim say they travel, they go do stuff, uh, but you know, it could also mean potentially without trying to, without trying to dive too much into what it could be. Uh, you know, Lamar Jackson meeting with the Ravens. We we think Lamar's probably in Florida right now, uh, perhaps meeting with the Ravens and hammering out what it would take to get Lamar and not be matched by by the Ravens because Zach I mean if if you're going to offer a guy you want it to at least be something that it's not going to get countered by the team that he's with
1: yeah uh yeah you would want that but I don't know why the Ravens would tell them <laughs> like why would like what what would going up what would flying out there to talk with the Ravens even do in that situation like you go out there and like, Hey guys, I want to talk to you about your star player. That's that's an exclusive tag or non-exclusive tag free agent. We want to offer him this. Can you guys physically match that? Like, let us know. Like, it'd be like, I I don't know. I don't, I don't really see this being anything regarding the Lamar, Lamar Jackson stuff. Cause like you said, I'm like 99% sure he's down in Florida right now. Uh, I mean that dude that, they just posted a video with that dude or whatever, and that dude is Florida based. So I'm assuming they're down in Florida. That's where Lamar Jackson's from. Um, so when it comes to flying out to Baltimore to talk with him, that doesn't make any sense. And then obviously to talk to uh the Ravens, brass, and stuff like that. It just I don't know, it doesn't make sense unless you're saying, Hey, Ravens are gonna match no matter what, and then we gotta work out like an additional trade afterwards, which would be more than those two first round picks. I don't even know if that's allowed. Like we'll have to look into the NFLPA stuff because I don't think you could trade him on that tag, but we'll we'll have to see. I'm, I, I haven't read up too much on it because I don't anticipate Lamar Jackson being an Indy, uh, but that would literally be the only case I could see is the Ravens are going to match no matter what. And if he's allowed to be trade, then the, Colt, uh, then the Colts can come in and give like three or four first round picks or whatever it is like, which I already know a lot of you guys are out on the two first round picks for Lamar Jackson. So I can't imagine what additional uh resources would be. So yeah, I, I don't know. I, I it's a lying season, it's crazy season. And I'm not saying that Destin is lying or he got a wrong source or anything, but there's so many different reasons why a Colts playing could have been out there. You know, Jim Ursay could have been at some guitar event or something. Uh they could be out there meeting with a free agent or a draft pick. They could be meeting with uh a you know, a player's family or a player's coaching staff. Like there's so many different things. So I, I just it seems a little weird to me. I I don't know. I don't really buy too much into that, that this is a Lamar Jackson type of story here.
0: Yeah. So for what it's worth, I, I think, you know, it's smart for any of us to look into, you know, sources or any, anyone who we might know who could be in the know about this whole thing, just to see what's the likelihood of it all. And, And I did a little asking as well. And again, something I found odd is just no one really willing to talk about it. You know, knowing, some of us are in the media. They could just throw us off the trail, saying, "You know, no, it's it's nothing. He's visiting visiting someone, whatever." Uh, but people don't really want to talk about it, apparently. Which, again, that could mean nothing. It could be a mind your mind your business thing or what. But <laughs> no, it's uh, it, it's it's still interesting, nonetheless. And again, you know, if there's if there's multiple planes, and again, it's a billionaire. Billionaires travel. They do stuff with their private jets. So. Um, no, nonetheless, you know it's for the Colts. it take like a huge price tag on top of the the two first round picks. I don't know. You know, I've I still lean away from it being a likelihood. Uh, you know, I was just on a, a radio show as a guest this week, and someone asked me about that, and I was like, I just don't see it happening. You know, you have to have that money prepared up front. Um, I do think the Colts, you know, for someone who is an established quarterback like that, they'd probably be willing to do the two first-round picks if I had to guess. Um, they'd, of course, want to build around him, But the price tag financially on top of the two first-round picks, I just – it still seems unlikely. And it still seems unlikely to do that with someone who's already got some tread taken off the tires. You know, you you would think if they want to make a huge investment, it'd be for someone shiny and brand new.
1: Yeah yeah, the couple things I'll say to this is, you know, like you said, when when I heard about the the jet out there, I was like, you know what? Let me ask a couple people just what they've heard what they know. And the only thing I really got on this front whatsoever is the general consensus that if any owner is the type to make this kind of move, not not in terms of like making this big splash, but just going against the grain and going against what everybody else is doing, It would be Jim Irsay, you know, he would be the owner that would step in and break this collusion that we think is happening against Lamar Jackson and, and he would offer the big deal, but uh, that's all I've really heard. I haven't heard anything concrete whatsoever about Lamar Jackson, the Colts. And, and, you know, I think it's wise of them not to shoot it down completely like all these other teams for some reason have done, because one, let's say this is kind of a collusion type thing. You don't want to be opened up to that, but two, you're sitting at four. You know, there are teams behind you that might want to move up to three and take Anthony Richardson or Willows, whoever you're you're you really want in this draft. Why do you want them to think that you're going to take one of those guys? You know, if you're the Colts, you keep putting it out there that, hey, we're taking or we're going to go get Lamar Jackson. Hey, we're going to go take uh, Hendon Hooker on day two. And I don't really care about Richardson or Levis, so if they fall to us at four, we're not going to take them or whatever. So you're trying to dissuade teams like the Lions, teams like the Seahawks, teams like the Falcons, uh, teams like the Raiders from coming up in front of you to take those quarterbacks. It might have a one percent shot of working, but if it were, if that, I mean, that's the case. There's no doing it. So uh, even when reporters or or people like us reach out for like, oh, you know, what are you doing out there? It's you know, it's lying season. We're going to say we're, we're going out there to, to talk to Lamar Jackson, or we're going to be really discreet about it and be like, oh, you never know. You never know. We could go after Lamar Jackson, even though it's it's probably really unlikely. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely lying season right now. April is the prime time for lying before the draft. And I, I don't think the Colts are going to come out and say no way to Lamar Jackson, no way to Hendon Hooker, no way to these other things, because they want those teams behind them to think, we're not taking a quarterback or we're not taking your quarterback. You can wait on him and not give up that draft capital. When in reality, the Colts probably are taking a quarterback in number four.
0: Yeah. It's, it just doesn't seem like their style to, to go that route. And let's just, let's just go with it and say it was something. It doesn't mean anything is coming down the pike. You know, it could just literally been a fact finding mission. It doesn't have to be hammering out details of some deal. Um, but no, I still, we obviously both are leaning on the side of it not happening. Again, I think the whole thing is interesting. Like, it, it was it was worth looking into over the weekend, you know, just to see if there was anything there. Um, I was not able to turn up anything. I, I don't think anyone else was. So, interesting, yes. Fruitful, probably not. We'll see. Yeah. I will um, say but, I
1: did. Yeah. I did look into if there are any rare guitar auctions going on in you Baltimore. <laughs> I looked into it. I didn't see anything. Uh, I think there was a Maryland Fest that was happening this weekend. So maybe, maybe Jim was trying to go hang out at the Maryland Fest or something. I, I don't know. Like, who knows? I, honestly, it really could just be like. You know, like, for instance, I saw Todd Vasvari at the Maryland Pro Day last year, you know, and he's I think the assistant college director or scouting director. It could just be flying one of those guys out to get ready for one of the pro days out here instead of having them drive across the country. Like there's so many different things it could be. Uh, But if you guys want my honest opinion, I would 100 percent give up two first round picks for Lamar Jackson. I would do that 10 times out of 10. Like I I love Lamar Jackson. I think he's a true franchise guy. Uh, He'd be perfect for this offense. It's just. I don't see it happening. You know, it's it's such an unlikely thing for a quarterback of his caliber to even be somewhat available. And that next step of ha- having the Ravens let him go, I, I just I, – I don't see it. I don't see it whatsoever.
0: Nope. Agreed. Uh, but before we go on and talk uh, further about another polarizing prospect, Hendon Hooker, which I kind of mentioned earlier, uh, we're going to tell you guys about our friends over at FanDuel. The tournament is heating up, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, which is America's number one sportsbook. Because new customers, you guys get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and who's going to cut down the net.
1: Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss your chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel. All right, Jake, so let's talk some Hendon Hooker. And, you know, we're not going to go too deep into his film or anything like that. Cause I think Hag and I are going to talk about Hendon Hooker sometime this week and we'll really break down the prospect that he is and stuff like that. But if you guys follow me on social media, I'm staunchly against the Hendon Hooker idea for the Indianapolis Colts. It just doesn't make any sense to me. And I'll say a couple quick things here. Again, we're going to talk about it more in detail later this week, but you're talking about a 25 year old quarterback. I'm not even going to mention the ACL injury cause I don't, I don't care too much about it, but we have a guy, Who's 25, who's coming from an offense that statistic like never works in the NFL? Like these, the guys who come from this offense, like the guys that you're thinking are like Bryce Petty, you know, like it's this is not, it's not like a traditional spread where it's like four receivers out at all. It's specifically an offense designed to take advantage of how the hash marks are in college football, you know, so it's all spacing that just doesn't exist whatsoever. In the NFL. So when I say like this offense is like a gimmicky fake college offense, it's because it does not translate whatsoever to the NFL. That's not saying Hendon Hooker can't learn an NFL offense, but you're talking about a 25 year old quarterback who has to relearn what an NFL offense is and get out of this system he's currently in. And I don't see that being worth a second round pick, maybe not even a third round pick like I like Hendon Hooker. I think he's a great dude. He's got some nice traits about him. He's athletic. He has a decent arm. Like, there are some things there. But when you compare him to guys like Will Levis, who's played in NFL offense the last two seasons, has a special arm, and also has pretty good mobility as well, or Anthony Richardson, who has, you know, the potential of being a top five quarterback one day with his athletic traits and his ability, I don't see how you could pass on one of those guys and take a guy like Hendon Hooker, who has so many more question marks. In round two or round three, I like, I get it. I get saying, like, I want Will Anderson. Will Anderson's cool. I get it. But you can't be too cute with this quarterback thing. You got to take the guys who have the ability to be a top five or a top 10 quarterback one day. And I just don't see that ever being the case with Hendon Hooker. Good player, great dude. I just don't really see it as an NFL draft prospect to be taken as high as some people are, you know, some people are saying trade up into the first round again for him. And I just, I can't get behind it whatsoever. Like I would not pass on one of these guys at the top of the draft. who are either more pro ready or younger with higher potential.
0: No, there's just, there's just too much at stake with that. And you're also essentially committing to Gardner Minshew for the season at that point, because there is the ACL recovery, you know, again, long-term, that's not really a concern, but like that is something where I, I don't think he's really going to be ready until uh training camp. So, Physically, you've got a guy who was not there all spring uh, doing reps on the field. So there's that part of it. Uh, there's having to totally get used to an NFL offense, like you mentioned, because those offense, eh, you you might as well have been playing backyard football the whole time, essentially. Right. He's a very bright guy, and his preparation is outstanding. And I loved everything he answered at the Combine. Um, but still you're, you're just starting too far back. And at the age that he is where you're maybe waiting a year or two for him to take the reins as the guy, he's going to be like 27 or 28 by that point. You know what I mean? Like, and you're just, you're too far down the road at that point. You've probably missed out on other top flight candidates. You could have had like they have mistakenly done the last couple of years already, you're just repeating the same cycle at that point and all you will have had to show for it is a will anderson or something cool that's not going to matter and get you into the playoffs again like sure i i get the point of like you're banking on that quarterback and you got some like blue chip prospect first but the likelihood of Hooker panning out, especially with like the 35th overall pick, that's just too rich. Yeah, like yeah, It's yeah. A, it's just too much to tie into that situation. And I think we've seen enough from them in the last few years to know that that would probably be a mistake.
1: Yeah, I, I look, I like Hendon Hooker. I really hope he's successful in the NFL because he's a great dude. And I love to see players who have just improved every single year in college. And every single year he got better and better It's just there's so many red flags with him. And it's not even personally, like personality-wise or anything like that. It's all field stuff. It's all, you know, physically I don't think he has these high-end traits that you really want to bet on. Obviously, he's already – I mean, like I had someone the other day tell me he reminds me of a younger Jalen Hurts. He's older than Jalen Hurts. (laughs) He's not a younger Jalen Hurts.
0: Right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like right Right. now he's older than Jalen Hurts. Forever he'll be older than Jalen Hurts. and It's just – Like that kind of stuff. And then mentally, again, this offense, great college offense, so much success at the college level. It's just not something that translates at all. Like a lot of what he was doing was getting the play from the sidelines and exactly who he needs to throw the ball to. And then not really reading the defense, just reading that play and then throwing it to that one receiver. Like it wasn't. There wasn't really much he had to do with his eyes, with his footwork, with actually reading, you know, oh, I'm seeing middle of the field close coverage. I need to attack uh, this outside leverage here and tack it down the field and and get my vertical routes going. You know, it's not stuff like that. He's not reading this defense. He's literally attacking different – like it's all about spacing. That just doesn't exist in the NFL. That's all he was doing was attacking those spacing things. I firmly believe he can one day – get to an adequate level at the NFL. Like, I think he can be a solid NFL quarterback. It's just, I don't, you don't, you don't strive for solid. You don't strive for solid at all. And that's what it would be. Like, you're basically striving for just a solid quarterback uh, at 35, if you're taking Hendon Hooker there. And that's not at all what I want. I want to either boom or bust like Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, whoever that is, those guys could be top five quarterbacks, or they could be out of the league in two years that's much more preferable than Hendon hooker coming in and being a Gardner Minshew level player for his whole career, you know, like a, you know, a high level backup, low level starter. Uh, I just don't see it. I'm sorry. Like I, I like Hendon hooker again. I hope he has a lot of success, but I just don't see it whatsoever for the Colts. And, and I would much rather throw 10 first round picks at Lamar Jackson than spend pick 35 on Hendon hooker. Like that's, I, I just can't get behind it whatsoever.
0: Now I will say I'm not opposed to an idea that was floated earlier in the off season of like, if he's available, taking hooker later down the road, like if he's there in the mid rounds or something, if something happens and he begins to slide, I'm fine with that. But 35, you're still getting someone who could be considered a a first round prospect at that point. So with four and 35, you're basically getting two first round picks and you would be using 35 on a player who's not going to play for you for a couple years. Like perhaps as bad, if not worse than the Jordan Love pick was at the time for the Packers. You know what I mean? Um, So yeah, it's uh, love the player. I don't love that value at 35.
1: No, and even to your point where you said, take him in the middle round and stuff, like maybe if your team that needs a backup, I would take him there. But like, you're not drafting a started quarterback in round four, because if you view no. this guy as having starting traits, you're taking him in round one or round two.
0: That, that would be know? the point. That would be the point yeah. would be to be the the backup. Yeah.
1: Right. Right. Like I, I think he can be a really solid backup. And again, maybe a low level starter in the NFL. It just, it's not what the Colts need. The Colts need the guy. They need the guy, whether that's a guy like Richardson who has to sit for the whole first year, but you know that he has the ability and the traits. To be that guy, or a guy like Will Levis, where you're gonna have some ugly moments in his first year as a starter, but he has those traits where he could be boomer bust and maybe be that guy. Hendon Hooker, I just don't think is ever gonna be the guy. And I will, I would love to eat a crow if he one day turns into Jalen Hurts and becomes, you know, an MVP level quarterback. But I don't see it. I I, I would love for him to prove me wrong, but it's just it's just not what the Colts need. They just don't need that whatsoever.
0: Yeah, and I think that's another part of it. Is like I don't even hate it for some other team. I just hate it for the Colts. Like another team could do that, and maybe it'll pan out for them. But that is not what the Colts need. You know? Yeah, no. It's it's, it's it's like
1: the Bucks or the Vikings took them in the middle of round two. Like that's that makes sense. Yeah, it's fine value. Like that. Like there's something there personality wise. There's something there athletically that you can make work. It's just it's not for the Colts. It's just not for the Colts whatsoever.
0: Yeah, agreed. Well, you you have anything else to add to the Lamar Jackson Hendon Hooker
1: discourse? No. Uh, again, I would love Lamar, but it's just not going to happen uh, in Hendon Hooker. Yeah, I mean, I I kind of just said enough there, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just remember, guys, it is lying season. Uh, everything that you hear, <laughs> even from us, if we hear it from someone that we think is credible, a lot of reasons when those reports come out and and things are said behind closed doors, or even you know in front of the close to, to us and stuff like it's lying season. You're saying that with a reason to get that report out there. So even the stuff that I hear from people who I've known for 10 years and or whatever, and, and I'm good and really close with, like they might not be lying directly to me, but they were lied to when they were told something. And because it's, it's just that season, you know, it's, it's happy go lucky lying season. Uh, the Colts are going to want to sell as much as possible. They don't want a quarterback at four because they want to make sure those teams behind them don't get antsy and jump up in front of them. But also those teams might just be like, yeah, we'll trade up just to be safe. So it's, it's a crazy time of year. Everyone's lying. Everyone's, you know, feigning interest in a bunch of different things. And uh, then we'll get to draft day and it'll go exactly the way we think or, or go crazy. Like who knows? It's, it's just that time of year. So uh, bear with us for another month, guys. I know it's, it's wild. Uh, But yeah, hopefully the Colts have a quarterback uh, by the end of the draft, at least like at least have a quarterback by then. I'll be happy.
0: Yeah. I I do think their approach so far has been strategic. Like (laughs) I I do think they're, they're, they're playing this a certain way that they want to do it. So uh, we obviously have seen other teams throwing full resources at things and the Colts maybe at face value, weren't doing that, but, but we'll see. Um, So yeah, that is it for us today. We'll be back with you guys tomorrow. Free agency could come up. You know, more draft stuff could come up. Um, Over at Horseshoe Huddle, we actually have another full week of uh, our Pro Day Tour to go. Uh, Monday, when you guys will be listening to this, Destin will be at Ball State. The next day, he'll be at Louisville. Uh, Wednesday, Shad will be out at LSU. Wednesday, Zach is going to be out at Maryland. And then on Thursday, I will actually be at Tennessee, maybe talking to Hendon Hooker. So. All that, all that to bring it right back around to. I'll get more from Hendon Hooker on Thursday if he's there.
1: There you go. There you go. Make sure you guys are following us on social medias at Locked on Colts, at Jake Arthur NFL, and at Zach Hicks too on Twitter. Also, subscribe to Locked on Colts on YouTube, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And thanks for making Locked on Colts your first listen every day. Now, make your second listen Locked on NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes. From free agency to the draft to salary cap management and more, join NFL experts Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino as they take you through what it's like to build a successful NFL franchise every Monday through Friday. Find Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. For the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We will see you guys tomorrow.